Welcome back to Golden Gab, a podcast where we recap each episode of The Golden Bachelor. I'm Mallory, and I'm a reality TV dating show super fan. And I'm Deb. I'm brand new to reality dating shows, but I'm a bit of an expert on dating at a mature age. Deb and I are going to recap each episode, giving our unique perspectives. Enjoy the show. Hey, Deb. Wow, that was a long show. Uh, Yes, that was your first two-hour show, wasn't it? It, I think it was a little over two hours, actually. Was it over two hours? Wow. I think it was. Super size. It was really interesting. I got to say, Jesse looked really cute. (laughs) That was your takeaway from the final rose was Jesse looked cute. I'm starting at the beginning when I'm like, wow, he looks good. Okay, that's true. Yeah, so we start off the beginning we've got the studio audience there we've got some what i would call bachelor celebs in the building that you may or may not know about right got our last bachelorette there charity and her fiance dotton we love them they're great he was like the seven foot three guy um yeah i think they were sitting so i couldn't tell yes even sitting though, he's like a foot tall. Even sitting, he even sitting, he was seven three. Yeah, it's just they're very cute together. I like them. And then we had Zach, and I'm forgetting her name because she was somewhat forgettable, but very pretty. Um, oh, she's a nurse. What was her name? I don't know. That's before my time, girl. With watching the show. Oh so. my goodness. What was her name? It'll come to me. But she was a nurse and they live in Austin. Beautiful girl. She was very nice. It was just, he had very little personality. Now, you're coming out with some slaps. Yes, but I'm excited for Joey. And I really think that we need to cover a regular Bachelor season. And so we can compare and contrast to Golden Bachelor as we prepare for what I hope will be a golden bachelorette season coming up. But anyway, yeah, I, I think you talked me into watching uh, Joey. I Joey. think he's, he's really cute and he's a tennis and pro. he's a tennis pro and you are a semi-professional tennis person. Um, so yes. Anyway, so Joey was there. We had Trista and Ryan our, you know, our royalty, our first couple. Um, and I love seeing our girls. We had Ellen in the front row. We had Ellen looks Kathy. so good. They all look great. They, they've all kind of had a glow up, I think, since, you know, or they found the probably. What did some, you call that? A glow up? A glow up. It's Instead a, of grow up? A glow up is like a little makeover. It's what the young kids call it these days. They call it a glow up. Sometimes mm. it could involve surgery, and sometimes it's just, Whoa. just you know, different makeup products, a new haircut. Could be a I lot like of things. That, like that term. I'm gonna yeah, ask. like you're glowing. It's a little glow up. So yeah, they all looked great, loved watching their reactions, and we'll talk about it as we go. We had Susan was the most, had 
a lot of facial expressions, um, which made me... She was emotional. Yeah, and it made me wonder, did any of them know what happened? Did any of them have to talk to Leslie and consult Leslie? Okay, let me ask you that. Like, after they interviewed Leslie, Mm -hmm. because I was kind of perusing the audience to see if she went with the other girl, the other yeah. lady. Mm-hmm. You think she went just off stage mm-hmm. and just want to deal with yeah. it? Yeah. Would you? I wouldn't want to deal with that. Yeah. But- I mean, we'll get to that later. I mean, there was definitely a sense of humiliation, you know? For sure. So let's start, let's start from the beginning because there's a lot to cover here. So right away we beat Gary's two daughters who look like they come from completely different parents, but I thought the one, I didn't take their names down, but the lighter haired one, taller one. It was looked Jenny like, and Angie. Jenny and Angie. Okay. Jenny was the blonde? Well, don't ask me that. Okay. Because I'm not sure. Well, but I, it looked like a female Gary and one looked like all the pictures of Tony. Of the mom. Right. Gary's Gary's former yeah. wife. It was just so funny because except they all had those beautiful blue eyes. Um, but and their personalities seemed very different. I thought the taller, blonder one seemed much more reserved and um and serious. And then the mm-hmm. dark mm-hmm. yeah, the dark haired one just had a bubbly personality. And then we had two granddaughters. Now I wasn't sure was it like one from each of the girls or yeah. I mean I don't know. I, like I I was surprised that his granddaughters look, look so old. Like you see the grandchildren from Leslie and from Teresa, I think were much younger. So I was kind of surprised because the granddaughters yeah. looked mature. Yeah, I think I had seen them before in something, or maybe it was just a preview, so I wasn't as surprised, but I think initially I was. So he's 72, so, and, you know, he and Tony married very young, and I don't know, I'm going to assume they maybe had kids young, so these girls are probably in their 40s, which would make these girl, the granddaughters, late teens, early 20s. Yeah. So I think they just, you know, had kids earlier. But um it's yeah. Cool that they were able to give input and participate. Yeah, very cute. That was really interesting, especially when the grandchildren took um I think it was Leslie. Leslie, yeah. Interview. Yeah. It was there they were cute. But they were, you know, teenagers or young adults and um it was cute how they were just very excited for their grandfather and probably excited that uh, they were on TV and on getting all this. So, so we meet them. Yes. At the very beginning, like there's description about Leslie, like words are unnecessary. We get lost in Mm -hmm. each other. Yeah. And then Teresa, there was a lull, but 24 hours made a difference. So, Mm -hmm. You know, I know that this is TV, right? Yes. Um, there's, there were some twists and turns created. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jesse even said there's going to be a lot of unexpected, you know. Yeah. And that's a very common thing. Like the, they always say like, 
the most shocking bachelor finale of all time. And, you know, that's, they definitely edit to be as emotional as possible. And they also, um, I think producers really kind of rev it up that way. And I was interested to see, would it be similar to regular bachelor, but go ahead. What was your point? Um, I don't remember what my point was, but what I do want to say is that there were kind of some interesting revelations like on TV in front Mm -hmm. of millions of people. Yes. Um, Teresa had said something like she cleaned cupcake off of his lips, you know, when she met his daughters and like stuff like that. And I think Teresa or not Teresa, Leslie had, um, I think talked about the F word or whatever. Right, I mean, right, right. Yeah. Some of the- okay. So, so yeah. So as somebody who has met the kids as a mature person dating, what's like, what's your take and what's off limits? So, you know, when you met Tony's kids, when I, when I first met Tony, my Tony's kids, um, I mean, I, you want to be yourself, of mm-hmm. course. I also wanted to be on my best behavior, but also right. be, you know, cool and fun and engaged and conversant. But I think I was, you know, more careful about the words that came out of my mouth than mm-hmm. I knew someone really well. Right. Yeah. Well, and then imagine you also have a camera on you. Yeah. So that was why it was interesting, but you know, maybe they were getting very comfortable in front of the camera. So true. And I'm sure, you know, producers are kind of guiding them on things to talk about and things to say and, you know, tell them about funny times. It was just interesting what they chose to mention was it. And it's interesting too, because I think, if I if I go back and think about young Bachelor, or, you know, the original Bachelor and those people meeting the parents. And I think they would shy way far away from talking about sex with their potential future wife or husband's parents. For sure. And so, but it didn't seem to go the other way. Right, right. And no, I- yeah. Yeah. I think that's very true. I mean, it, it was really interesting. And, and yeah, I mean, meeting, um, well, when I met Tony's kids, I mean, mm-hmm. that was so important to me. And it was very special, but it was also, I was very nervous. Sure. Which yeah. they probably were. So, you know, when you got to be on kind of like your mm-hmm. best self. Yeah, it's. I, I can't even imagine the whole situation and then knowing there's cameras and you're being videoed. So that's got to be, um, I thought, okay, I'm going to just comment about clothes this episode because there was a lot of clothes choices that I thought were interesting. So Teresa showed up in a really cute blouse and then very short shorts. Yeah, she pulled that off though. I mean, you I know, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't love that. I mean, she has the cutest little figure. I would have preferred her in like a cute little 
wrap dress or even jeans, but I don't know. The I short think shorts that, were a little. Um, mm. Leslie's dress the, the night that she got <laughs> let go, let's say, in nice terms. Yeah. That black dress with uh, yeah, and have like colorful, colorful, yeah, like, yeah, I love that dress. So that looked really pretty on her. I thought, yeah, I thought that she looked great. I have to say though, Teresa at the very end when she yes. came up with Gary in that white outfit, she looked really good. That was the best I've ever seen her. And yes. her hair was like, I think more straightened and it looked yeah. better. I yeah. Thought. Well, I think, I mean you see a difference between when they do it themselves and when they're, I'm sure, got some professional help. Um, But, you know, it's sort of nice to see both. So Leslie had mentioned something like she bought a $60,000 wedding dress or $60,000 dress. Was that true or did I not hear that right? No, she did say that. And so this is interesting too. Since we're talking about clothes, let's just go off on a clothes tangent. Um, so I'm going to, I'm guessing it was going to be a borrowed dress potentially. I didn't think that. I mean, that is a very expensive dress. I think for the finale, they probably have certain designers or something that have dresses available that they can yeah, maybe kind of like the oscars or whatever yeah i don't think she's actually well, we don't spending. know for sure okay. We're but again I'm, I'm gonna just say this that if Teresa's dress was sixty thousand dollars that she wore to the proposal I wasn't a fan of that dress. The dress at the end, the final row or in the studio audience looked great on her. That was perfect. The one at the proposal, it was very like low cut and I just didn't think it did her any favors. Yeah. And was like, was that 60,000 too? I mean, I think hands down throughout the duration of the show, Leslie had the best style in my opinion. Um, yeah. I didn't love the very end. I didn't love the black dress. Oh, the one, the one sleeve. I mean, it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad, but I mean, bad. yeah. It just looks sad. Yeah, it was, but she looked great too. She always looks good. Yeah. Um, no, I, yes, I like the breakup dress. I want to see the blue $60,000 dress though. No. Yeah. Somebody, I think it was, it was in some promo. I saw really? something on Instagram. Yeah. So I got to find it. I got to find so that early dress. on in the show, Gary had said that when he was kind of doing a reflection that Teresa was always a safe choice. Yes. And I mean, I don't know, like, you know, I was fell in love when I was, about 50 and Mm -hmm. I didn't really that's not and I was like madly in love with my person and I'm not saying that they're not but when I said safe I don't know 50 is not 72 okay well that gives me hope yeah I mean I really think that is a big difference I think Mm -hmm. that 
a man at 72, it, I, I think it's, it's all exciting. I think Faith and Wesley and some of these women were super exciting, but I think he wants safety, stability, um, someone to have fun with, but someone who's kind of not, you know, not at such a high pace. I'm not sure. I'm interested to I'm interested to see more, and we'll get into it as we go. I don't want to get too far off track, but well, here's the yeah. thing: like, okay, last week, you know, there was such a difference in a week or a difference mm-hmm. in a day. I really. think it was. She said twelve hours. Twelve hours, and then he tells Teresa that he loves her, but then he can't say that to Leslie. Mm-hmm. And. I don't know. It's just sort of interesting how, okay, you have to wait a whole week or in this case, two weeks for the next show. Mm -hmm. Not much has changed, but in real time, it's like 12 hours. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and I said last time we um, did our podcast, when I saw him with Teresa the morning after their overnight, I was like, it's Teresa. I know you all changed. I saw it in him. There was something in the way that he looked at her, the way they looked at each other, the chemistry, whatever they talked about it. He, I really think he thought the day before that it was Leslie, that Leslie was the best thing that he could have ever imagined. And he shouldn't have opened his big fat mouth and promised her anything. And that is where I said, he made a huge mistake because I said last week, they both think they're the one and one of them's going to get be devastated. They're a hundred percent sure. That was interesting that because Leslie kept alluding to what their conversation was in Mm. bed that night. I will always keep it private. And after that conversation, I was a hundred percent sure, not 99, not 92, A hundred percent sure. So what was he saying that was probably within a couple of days or 12 hours or whatever it was? I don't know. That makes me very wary about Gary's genuine integrity. Yeah. Even though she yeah. how how much integrity he has. And, you know, I don't know. I'm still very skeptical about him having said, I love you to Faith, I love you to and I love you to Teresa. And I think, did he ever say that to Ellen? I can't remember. No, he never said that to Ellen. Ellen, Thank God. If he hurt my Ellen, that would have been the end. I know. I've been over. Mama Bear over that one. Oh, yeah. But no, I, what I, I truly believe and Trust me, I I have some questions about why this happened and how Gary could let it happen. But if I watch back the fantasy suites, he was all in on Leslie. I'm sure that he shared that he was all in on her in front of, I mean, we heard him say, you know, uh, I think you're the one I, you know, don't want to have coffee in the morning without you. Like he was, he was making inferences. So I imagine when the cameras were down, you know, 
he was just, and I think that's what he thought at that moment. And then I, I saw, cause even that next morning and he was on the horse and he's thinking about Leslie because he's like, I'm all in on Leslie. I, I got to break up with Teresa. And I'm sure the producers are like, just, you know, go to dinner tonight. Just see how it goes. Stay in the moment. And Okay, she... but how genuine is that to say, well, I said I loved you then because I was really feeling it at the time. But then, I mean, I don't know. Like, those words to some people mm-hmm. are really really important and I think the I love you words were very important to Teresa yep. to Faith and to mm-hmm. Leslie and oh I think he totally effed up I think he should have kept his mouth closed and done just you know just I think he got swept up in the whole thing he had these three you know amazing women he played and, a good game he played a good game yeah and I'm, and I'm not faulting him for it but it was interesting when and you heard some clapping after this when he was consoling leslie Mm -hmm. or he you know told her she wasn't the one and i don't know he was kind of saying oh don't what do you say like don't Don't, yeah don't feel that way don't feel that way and she was like don't and tell me how to feel and then you hear woo woo like (laughs) Well, he said to her, and this is exactly what happened, but the way he said it was a little much, but he said, I thought you were the one until I realized you weren't. Yeah. But, you know, I got to say good for Leslie for not being shushed. Because absolutely very bad feeling when a man shushes a woman. You you know how I love that. Yeah, I know that. Yes. So so good for Leslie. I'm like, yeah, you're right to say that. Yeah. No, I thought, well, first at the breakup, so we'll go back. We're in Costa Rica with the breakup. I mean, I she knew as right after they left um meeting, I mean, he kind of put up a front when they were with the family. But right after the family, he was kind of like, Yeah, I gotta go. And she was like, What's like 12 hours ago, I was your person and you were all over me. And now you're like, see ya. Like she picked up on it fast. Yeah. She seems pretty intuitive. Yeah. But then again, um, when Teresa was horseback riding with Gary after he had a great time with Leslie. Yeah. Teresa picked up on uh-huh. Yeah. Gary. I mean, he does show his emotions pretty clearly and I think, I mean, at that moment, he knew, he knew it was Teresa. After that night with Teresa, it was Teresa. Mm-hmm. And he didn't. So what happened that night? She knocked his boots off, she said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, honestly, I think it was a combination of when she started talking about her job and I think he saw a whole other side of her, kind of a a different side to her than he had seen before. And then they got intimate and clearly. You know know what I think it was partially? Mm -hmm. Leslie was very forthcoming that she has had a hard time in the past with relationships. Yeah. And finding that special person. And I think in that regard, 
that Gary possibly perceived instability in that way, mm-hmm. where it mentioned that Teresa had been married for, I don't know, 40 some years, whatever. Yeah, the, the same as him, had a very yeah. similar story to his. You know, whether that's kind of old fashioned or whatever to, to think that way, you know, or to prefer someone because of that. Um, I don't know, but I do think that that was mentioned and that that played some factor in his decision. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it goes back to the safe and stable it comments. Safe and stable. Yeah. yeah. Leslie has led a much more exciting and dramatic and chaotic and heartbreaking life. Um, and that, you know, it's been more of a roller coaster. And I think that's a little bit what you get with Leslie. It's like, there's a lot of excitement and she seems super fun and smart and wants to travel. And, um, but I mean, we don't know what happened with those relationships and why they didn't work out. And why they didn't work out. I mean, she seems like a really awesome person. Like I would be friends with her. Um, Apparently she's having a, is it a yoga retreat? Some kind of retreat in Costa Rica. I think a women's retreat. Oh, she's going back to Costa Rica, allegedly. Um, Allegedly. I have to look it up, but she's doing some kind of dance and wellness. I'm not sure. Anyway. I mean, so maybe, you know, maybe they're, I mean, obviously she is, kind of a person of interest in, in the public. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't say public figure, but you know, people know who she is and she's recognizable. And frankly, out of all the women, as far as TV was concerned, she kept my interest the most. Like Yeah. So is she the next golden bachelorette? Well you tell me. I mean this is really my first Yeah. Road. So it's I would be surprised if she's not. And I had said in our last podcast, if yes. it's if it's Leslie, then it's Joan at the Bachelorette, and if it's Teresa, it's Leslie. I think, particularly after watching the final rose, the finale, that Leslie has our heartstrings. We want to see Leslie find love. We're invested, yeah, and to see her. Show up in the blue $60,000 dress at the mansion with 30 guys. Oh, that's a great idea. I think you should. Revenge. Yeah. The revenge dress. So interesting, too, that Teresa, remember when I was saying, well, is a good strategy to put yourself out Mm -hmm. there? Right. Let go. Yeah, was like, I love you. And, and she was very um, forthcoming. And I didn't know if that was going to be a turnoff early on. Mm-hmm. Apparently not. Well, not for Gary. I guess that's what he was looking for. Somebody like that. That was, you know, some, some people like more chase. And some <laughs> don't. Some want it straightforward and you know what you're going to get. So, so um, yeah, Leslie had said when she was being interviewed by Jesse that Mm -hmm. like she was led down a path Mm -hmm. um, 
or maybe she said that to Gary, I wrote that down. Do you think that she was duped? I think, I don't think it was malicious. I think that it was careless and thoughtless on Gary's part to make her feel that she was the one when he had not a hundred percent made that decision and he was careless with her heart, but I don't think he was, you're the attorney. So like, what's the, if you premeditated, I don't think it was premeditated. I think it just happened organically and her, she was collateral damage. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Well, I do think she was blindsided. I think Mm -hmm. that she did. It's hard to take down walls. I've been Mm -hmm. there. Um, Because you put them up to protect yourself after you've been hurt. And it takes a lot. And then you become vulnerable and exposed. And there's a trust factor. Mm -hmm. And he knew that. And I do think he was blindsided. Mm -hmm. No, I think he really screwed up. He really... um... I, I do think he, he just got caught up in stuff and he really, as much as you want to compartmentalize, you also have to remember that there's other people and you don't, I think he was really careful up through Ellen, but Faith and Leslie were blindsided. Yeah, they were too. But the other thing Leslie is she said that she was able to be herself with him and tell Mm -hmm. her silly jokes yeah and that that hurts that stinks because she was being I mean I really do think she was being herself and yeah and and that hurts and it makes you reflect like what's wrong with me I was being myself yeah oh it broke my heart and she was so articulate as 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 hurt as she was both I mean, amazingly, in Costa Rica to Gary, she was able to tell him how she felt, where I think I would be so emotional that I wouldn't be able to, like, she was sobbing, but at the same time, really, like, clear in her why she was so blindsided and upset. And then when she was was talking to Gary at the end, um, well, back when he broke up with her before, and she was, you know, when she was mad at him in Costa Rica, I thought she really handled herself well in that she, you know, said, you, then you lied to me, like no excuses. You lied to me. You told me this and you lied to me. Yeah, absolutely. So I just thought that was phenomenal. And then at the end, I really think, yeah, it just broke my heart that she basically said, you knew how vulnerable I was. You knew I'd been hurt all these times. And yet you, I was, you know, I was so hesitant to believe, to believe. And then finally you just like reassured me and I let my walls down and you just like, yeah, ran and me I, over. She was very articulate live yeah. in front of the audience expressing her feelings. I, I thought she, she was very composed. Yeah. But I still don't understand and maybe this is normal for The Bachelor, you can tell me, the timing of all this mm. and how things turned so quickly, does that normally happen? 
Um, I would say it has happened. Usually it happens when like you kind of think they're, they really like both of them and you know, it's a hard call, but just one really, um, Katie, that Kate, Katie, that's the name of the the girl that he married. That was the, the nurse. Back with Zach on The Bachelor. Sorry, it came to me because I was remembering the girl that he dumped. Anyway. Okay. So, um, yeah. So it does happen that quickly. I think that it's unusual that somebody would tell one of the, that the lead would tell a contestant, they've said, I love you to multiple people before that has definitely happened. They've had sex with multiple people before. Have they like said to multiple people, like you're the one, not to my knowledge. That seems pretty unprecedented. Yeah. I mean, and then not picked that person that, that was, that was pretty surprising that he, and I was saying it too. I said it, the fact that they're showing us him saying that you're the one and, you know, I want to have coffee. I don't know. He, he had several things. I think you're my girl, you know, you're my girl. Um, Oh, and then when he was hugging her, like against the wall, he's like, I love you. I love you. I love you. This was, you know, an earlier episode. Yeah. But he was very, he was restraining himself from saying that for the longest time to Teresa. So I don't know. This is very confusing to me. Yeah. I think with Teresa, it was a slower burn. It, it was just sort of a steady increase. And I almost think with Leslie, it was, it was, it got too hot too fast and then it burnt out. I do think that it, you know, unfortunately, I think he wanted someone who was married to the same person for a while and that. Well, I think when it came down to it, I don't think he necessarily like went in going, well, it has to be a widow, but um, I think they just had so much in common and he realized that that was a big factor. Even like how she related to his daughters, because I think it gave them some comfort that she also had lost, like she understood what their family had been through and she had been through it too. And that she would be really sensitive to their mom's memory because she understood. Yeah. The daughters seemed to really like Teresa. It was interesting when... Leslie was talking live in the audience and they would like pan over to the daughters Mm -hmm. and Leslie was saying very complimentary things about their dad. They didn't really seem very smiley. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I was, I thought they were trying to be sort of stoic and I'm sure they were told don't show a lot of emotion. Don't give anything away. But um, so So I want to talk about two things. One is how Gary handled the breakup with Leslie in Costa Rica. And then also how some of the things he said to her in the live show. So, you know, first in Costa Rica, 
I mean, she knew something was going on and she was saying to him in the hotel room, like, do you have something to tell me? Like she, she kind of knew and then he left and then he came back and, and he left and, and he cried on the staircase and he came back, came back and he told her, um, you know, that he's going in a different direction. I don't remember exactly what he said, but basically like, um, I'm in love with Teresa and that's the direction I'm going in. So at that point, I just thought he wanted to get the fuck out of there and leave. But um, I don't know. What did you think about that whole scene? I think he acted pretty uh, a matter of fact then Mm -hmm. and pretty a matter of fact live in in L.A. Was talking about Leslie. It was just very a matter of fact. Kind of cold and yeah. I mean, I think he is very conflict averse, which I understand. I, I have that trait myself. And it's very hard to deal with such a tough situation. But I've been pretty impressed with Gary in in certain situations and I was less impressed with him there. And one of the things he, the last thing he said, and I wrote it down to Leslie kind of bothered me and I wanted your thoughts. So he was saying like, I really hope you find happiness in your own way and whatever that looks like for you think through this process, you've gained so much confidence and I'm sure that will be attractive to a future partner and something about in the, in the short term, you're going to have a lot of stuff. I don't know. Fluff. Yeah. It was a bunch of fluff. I mean, what do you say? You know, what do you say? But the other thing is he's now with Teresa. Yeah. But I just thought it was a little, I thought yeah. it was kind of demeaning to say to her, like, yeah, I hope was- you find happiness in your own way, like, whatever that looks like for you. I don't know. That kind of made me feel like you, you're not going to find it in a traditional way like I did because you're not, I don't well, know. It's not that, but it was like, who is he to know, you know, or who is he to um yeah and then just like she I could see that you gained so much confidence through this process uh the girl was pretty confident walking in in her oh, the little girl, the girl was pretty dress. confident when she was dancing around you at the yeah. talent show she was yeah, a- yeah she- I don't I don't think she needed this process to be confident like I just thought it was a little mansplainy I didn't like I didn't love that that's and, a good word for it. It was it was kind of mansplaining. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he was uncomfortable and whatever, but I was like, say less, Gary, say less. Um, all right, so that was he. He could have been as empathetic because he was no longer with her. He was with Teresa. Teresa's. But I thought he handled Faith better than he handled Leslie. Yeah, true. Which was a very similar situation, but. I don't know. I wonder how Teresa felt about how he hugged Faith a few weeks ago. You know, I thought Teresa was a real mensch when she was like, you know, I mean, not Teresa, Leslie said, I really like Teresa. Yeah, I got nothing bad to say. Yeah. 
No, she's, I really like Leslie. I think she's our next bachelorette. I think that it's a great story to have her find her happy ending and get to see her find love. It's, it's a classic bachelor scenario. That that's a different position to be in. Yeah. And I think they'll incorporate some of these women, like they'll come and they'll check out the guys and Oh, really? Tips. Cool. Yeah, that sometimes happens. And I can totally see like Susan and Kathy in the in uh, April. Yeah, the women and... pretty tight. That yeah. would have been fun to be in the audience for sure. Oh, I would love just to hear what those women have to say because their facial expressions, I'm like, tell me more. They're like kind of chit-chatting with each other. And I just really wanted to know. What, yeah. what they thought of everything that went what down. I would like to know, I want to know what Gary said to Leslie in the overnight, in the suite. Yeah. It, well, that's what I want to know. What she keeps, that made her 100% sure that he was going to ask her. I mean, I it was something to the effect of, like, you're the one, they were planning their future. I, yeah, she made reference to plans and stuff. Yeah. I mean powerful than that we don't know we don't know but and also we don't know what happened in that fantasy suite and does she feel you know used I don't yeah, know for laughing. Used, right yeah exactly. does she feel taken advantage of you know in a physical way because he right. was saying certain things I, I I mean, it's a, I'm sure they sign a lot of waivers and yeah, all kinds of things. Yeah, all duped, you know, that he wasn't being genuine with, of course. with the Yeah. Things. Okay. So our next, um, we're going to reconnect because yes, there's are. a wedding. There is. So let's, um, let's just talk briefly about the proposal. So Teresa comes out in the, I hope not $60,000 dress. Yeah. Um, I mean, she looked pretty. I just didn't think it. I think she could have had something better. Like if she wore the dress she wore at the final, at the live show would have been better. That was the best I've seen her at the live show. Oh yeah. Phenomenal. So, you know, they go through a whole spiel, but basically Gary does the whole Teresa, you're not the person I can live with. And then he pauses. Pause. For a long time. You're the person I can't live without. All the TV stuff. <laughs> I know. That was that was corny. And, and she was like, oh, Gary. I was like, all right. He was very giddy on TV in, in yes. the live audience thing. Like, oh, she he's, yeah. And giddy. Yeah, he's kind of a salesy, charming guy. I think she likes the attention, too. I think they're going to they're going to capitalize on their 15 minutes of fame for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually this is unclear. Usually the bachelor or bachelorette and the person they choose, you know, they're, they're not supposed to be seen in public until this live yeah. show, but usually they meet up in places like the bachelor has spots, but Oh, like safe houses. They have safe houses. But I wasn't clear had they 
been seeing each other or because all they talked about was the phone calls. The long phone conversations. Yeah. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. Like they're 12. <laughs> it's kind of cute. Okay. That was kind of cute. They're both kind of corny. I think they're actually, I said this from their first date. I never, I didn't want, like Teresa's not somebody that, no, I, she's grown on me, but she wasn't like the, my favorite. She wasn't my she's Ellen. She's grown on me. You know, I love yeah. from the get-go, but. Yeah, and I love Ellen. And, you know, with that confrontation with Susan, they didn't put her in the best light. And then. No, I- no. So I really hope that this is good. And I, it's very quick to have a wedding in like a month. Shotgun wedding, baby. Yeah. <laughs> There's a great grandchild on the way. No, um, well, it's kind of shotgun, like they don't know how long they have, so. Yeah, I mean, I get that. Like, yeah. you know, like, why, just, why yeah. have an engagement that lasts two years when you're 72? Yeah, I'm just going to say prenup is probably a good idea. Just going to throw that out there. All right. Um, sure. For anybody and everybody, just kind of my thoughts. So, yeah, so they're getting married, and um I have a feeling after that wedding, then they're going to announce Leslie as the next bachelor. That's my okay. prediction. Well, I, I hope you're right. I hope she gets that opportunity. That would be yeah. fun. And because like I said, she, for me, um, I was most interested in watching the show when she was on. So. Yeah. No, she made great television. I, I mean, overall, I thought it was a fabulous season. I love these women. I, for the most part, thought Gary did a decent job. It's not an easy job to do. And, um, you know, I think he, he definitely stumbled along the way, but, but, you know, I, I do think it, I think what it brought the most for me was just seeing these women a little older than us, just with full lives that are just wonderful people doing amazing things and still, you know, wanting love and relationship in their lives. And I'm just hopeful. Single people. Yeah. And just that, you know, no matter what, they're, they're living great lives. I mean, I think for like an Ellen or a Susan or a Kathy, you know, having a guy would be the icing on the cake, but they still have very full lives and meaningful lives. And um, so, you know, I hope that they find everything they're looking for, but um, if they don't, I think that they're just amazing people. So I'm glad that we got to spend some time with them and get to know them. So if if they only got to know us, well, that's the goal, the goal. Someday they'll get to know us. We'll get to interview them. And um, you, you never know. You never know. No, you never know. You never know. No, we so, will reconvene. Um, you know, we're gonna, we're entitled to a break. So we're yes. going to reconvene at the wedding. Yeah. So that's beginning of January. And I think Joey's season starts right after that. So we'll start covering that as well. And again, we um, really appreciate you listening. 
Um, don't forget to review and follow and rate us and um, love comments. And um, we really appreciate all your feedback. And it's been really fun. And if you have any thing. other shows or uh, topics that you would like Mallow and I to discuss, just yeah, hit us up. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Deb, have a good holiday season and we'll talk in the new year. Sounds great. Until next time. Bye.